the mystic chords of memory, stretching from every battlefield and patriot grave to every living heart and hearthstone all over this broad land, will yet swell the chorus of the Union, when again touched, as they surely will be, by the better angels of our nature. Long before our family moved to the U.S., I was struck by that final phrase of Abraham Lincoln's first inaugural address. The better angels of our nature. To see positive change in our world, in our communities, our families, we need to pay attention to that which is positive and life-giving in the human character. But we have to remember that just as there are better angels of our nature, there are also lesser angels of our nature. We have the capacity for compassion, but we also have the capacity for indifference. We can build bridges and we can burn them, we can heal, and we can hurt. We have to very intentionally choose the path of compassion and forgiveness and healing and all those things carried in that phrase, the better angels of our nature. Neurologists talk about a process called myelination. Myelin is the stuff that allows signals to move through nerves in our brains. The more myelin around a nerve, the easier the signal moves. And as we repeat a behavior, the myelin thickens around the nerves needed to carry out that behavior. In other words, the more we do something, the easier it becomes because we strengthen the neural pathways that allow us to get that thing done. But the process of myelination does not only work for learning physical skills, it also works on the way we think. The more that we intentionally choose to look at the glasses half full, to be grateful for the things that we have in life, to give people the benefit of the doubt, the more that way of thinking becomes our default setting. More succinctly, the 20th century Serbian monk Elder Thaddeus simply said, Our thoughts determine our lives. In the concluding chapter of his letter to the Philippians, St. Paul says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Let's pay attention to St. Paul's choice of the word meditate. Think intentionally, mindfully about noble and godly things. Noble and godly thoughts yield noble and godly behaviors. Godly behaviors form godly habits. Godly habits yield a godly character. And a godly character radiates the glory of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our imagery adorned the walls of churches since the earliest centuries of Christianity. Even ancient synagogues were covered with images of Old Testament stories and people. But the classical Christian theology of images does not begin with paintings on walls. It begins in Genesis chapter 1, when God makes us in His image and likeness. Every one of us is a living icon of the living God. And that means that every one of us is an iconographer. But our medium is not paint and gold leaf. We work in words, thoughts, and deeds. Every day we are faced with a choice. We can either create something out of our lives that looks a lot like Edvard Munch's work The Scream in all of its anxious despondency, or something that bears the image of Christ in all his glory. Neurologists have also discovered that the brain is much more adaptive than we like to think. 
Myelination happens in young and old brains alike. In His grace and mercy, our Creator has made sure that it is never too late for us to begin creating something profoundly beautiful out of our lives. That beauty begins with what we choose to make a habit of filling our minds with. Whatever things are true and noble, whatever things are just and pure, whatever things are lovely and of good report, let us meditate on these things. Thanks for listening to this episode of my podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Eastern Orthodox Christianity, but aren't near an Orthodox church, you might be interested in the Fellowship of St. Theophon the Recluse, an online community that I've started for seekers and inquirers all in that same situation. We have members in the U.S., Latin America, the British Isles, Africa, and Australia. For more information, message me or send me an email. Again, thanks for listening today. Until next time, take care and God bless.